Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on your time zone. Hi, I'm Charlie Smith, and thank you for joining me. I am stoked. Today, we have Alan Aston here. Is it Aston? Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Alan Aston, my favorite creator on TikTok and one of my favorite Britney advocates in general. How are you today, man? Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. I am very well. How are you? I'm good. Let's get right into it. I feel like a fuckload of stuff happened in January, man. I mean, like, Britney got slapped in the face. They announced the book cover. Will I Am came out with a song. Like, it's been a fucking intense. You mean in July? In July. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. What did I say? January. January? Oh my God, I do that all the time. I gotta stop smoking <laughs> so much weed. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> but yeah, I, and even it feels like the slap was even months ago. I mean, that feels like it was forever ago already. I know, and so much has happened since then. And I get a lot of questions every day, like, Alan, cover this, cover that. What do you want? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I've had a lot of real life shit going on, so I'm like, I can't do all this. Yeah. So there's a lot I haven't personally talked about. So yeah. any of that we can tackle. Yeah, I mean, the slap um, itself was a little frustrating just as far as the way that the media was covering it and, like, people online were talking about it. Like, she deserved to get slapped and stuff like that. It's just, like, even even if it was just a mix-up, like, don't talk like that. It's just so uncalled for. And and then the Polly Shore stuff. Did you hear about how, like, <laughs> Polly Shore was, like, randomly involved in that story? Yes, because I had made a video about it with those photos and people kept tagging him over and over, <laughs> which was funny to me. That's but yeah, funny. I I didn't like the way the media did that either. I Because right after that story dropped, TMZ was immediately out there with a freaking eyewitness who was like, oh, and she was yelling in an accent and th- being like, fuck America, fuck America, you know, that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, you're kind of blowing out of proportion what actually happened, but it's always there to make her look bad. TMZ just always swoops in with like, how can we make this look the worse for Britney. Yep. Yep. And I'm at the point now where like I really want to tackle TMZ like as a topic the same way that, you know, uh you know, we're looking at the court hearings, right? So like in the and you and I, I feel like when we got connected, it's interesting cuz I feel like you are very much a part of the Britney fandom that I had to kind of pull away from as far as like more like the theories and I don't want to say conspiratorial because I don't really see you as a conspiracy theorist you really just look at what's happening and if somebody's gonna base a conspiracy theory on it like you don't really have control over that but I think you do a really good job of looking at the obvious questions that were all like okay this looks weird this looks odd while still giving Britney her humanity. And I feel like that's the thing that TMZ doesn't do. TMZ just, um, you know, will kind of grab at whatever straw they can. I mean, it really, they literally posted a picture of her taking a dump on her way home somewhere. Like they posted pictures of her stopping at gas station bathrooms. Just like, why? Like, I don't understand. I well, I was gonna say I don't understand how they can legally do it, but if I don't know if you're if it's on your radar that back in like 2005 or six, the LA County like, uh, council people like the their government voted on whether or not it would be illegal for paparazzi to harass celebrities like that and they voted against the celebrities they voted in favor of the paparazzi which is still just crazy um but yeah i was really frustrated by tmz uh just in general with the slap. well 
But think about this. Of course they did. Because if you think about the people who are always talking to TMZ and stuff, they're always talking to lawmakers and officials. Officials said this. The police said that. They're in each other's back pockets. And I mean, not to bring it back to the Will I Am song, but I am going to bring it back because there's that one line where she's like, paparazzi shot me. I am the economy. And I think that's true of all of L.A. Is like the celebrities are the economy of L.A. So, of course, they voted against them. Oh, I didn't even catch that line. That's in the new Mind Your Business song. It's honestly the best line in the song. Yeah. <laughs> I all like it. So I hate to admit when it first came out. Either way, it's not Britney. I don't think that that's her voice. But when it first came out, I was like, this song sucks. And then like two days later, I'm just like, Joby, Like I keep getting it stuck in my head. But I still maintain I don't think that it is a good song, so to speak. Um, especially when we're talking about the discology. Discography. Discography, thank you. Um, of yeah. Britney. I mean, like, in the whole scope, you know, even Scream and Shout wasn't a very good song. Um, I don't think it was a terrible song. I've, I've rocked out to it. But it's definitely not one that I, like, go to, kind of to, like, jam to. No, I agree with everything you're saying. But I will say I liked Twist and Shout just a little bit better because at least she actually fucking sang in it. Like, oh, I'm wait, sorry. Wait, Scream and Chantney. Shout? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I said twist and no, shout. No, no, that's the way that- I literally was like, wait, is there another song I didn't know? <laughs> twist and shout. No, yes. um, I meant scream and shout, but at least she actually sings briefly in it. Yeah. Um, this song barely had any kind of singing. It And it, when it was, it was very like monotonous, yep. one note, then maybe like, another like, note. Literally like manjo be, manjo be, ma-. it's like bop, 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 yeah. And I didn't, I just, I wish they would be more honest. I really wish they would just be more upfront because I'm being real. If they mm-hmm. were like, okay, we took one word she said in 1999 and then made a song out of it to try to help boost her fucking bank account, I'd be like, yes, I would stream it off the hook. Get your bag, girl. Yeah. Get your bag. Yes, I have no problem with that. But them being like, oh, she was like there, but like also not there. You know what I mean? It's like, why the. It's Will I Am pushing that though, because yeah. then allegedly somebody said to Britney, I don't know if it was Britney spoke to Vanity Fair or if she sent an email or if Cade spoke to them for her, I don't know, but they had quotes from her and she said it was old stuff that they revisited. But then you have Will I Am going to the same press going, it's not important when we recorded this. Like, what the. How the fuck is it not important? Like, if he was doing it a song to with like Lindsay Lohan, fine. But like. We're all still questioning if Britney's even safe. Like, it's so, what's the word? Like, insulting, maybe? That mm-hmm. like, They just keep kind of playing it off like we're being fucking crazy. And it's just like, it's not crazy for us to be concerned. And did you have a chance to look at the new article that just came out? Like, just Which came one? out, like, hours ago. Which one? So I think it's the New York Times or New York Post. Is that out? Yeah, it just came because out. I saw that it was going to be out tomorrow. I thought they no. well, they said it was on shelves, but it would be online tomorrow. Is it so out right now? I I had it sent to me. Yeah, somebody sent it to me, and I've only just tell me what it said. Skimmed it. Um, I can tell you, Britney's mystery has some highlights up that um okay. were interesting. They spoke to Jake. I don't know his last name, but um. Uh, and then they talked to Trey, who I don't mm-hmm. know. Trey, I don't. I do. So. I don't know Trey, and partly it's really diva-ish. When I first started in like in this community, and there were a bunch of different pages, I was like trying very hard to like support that page and like be like, hey, like we're very like-minded, and th- he would just like ignore me, and I was just, like, hmm. fuck this guy, and I just I just like stopped following him based on only that, and uh, and I don't I don't really know why. I don't know if I ever rubbed him the wrong way, or he literally never saw because he, he's a very fast-growing account. 
I would guess he hasn't seen it. Honestly, Charlie, I've known him for like months. We're not close friends. We don't like talk all the time, but we, you know, we communicate. We've been on lives together quite Mm -hmm. a few times and he's really lovely. And I don't see him as a person that would just shut you out on purpose. I really don't. Um, Yeah. And I I was actually really happy that he took that interview. Um, I was was asked to do it. I was asked to do it. And I ghosted the person who asked. It was the same writer, um, Rebecca Jennings. She DM'd me and asked me to participate. And I was like, okay, well, what's your angle going to be? Are you trying to figure out if she's okay? Are you looking into how the media treats her? Or are you just wanting to do a a piece on fans and how they're acting? Because I'm not into that. And she wouldn't really give me a straight answer. So I was like, Peace. Yeah, it was the last one. <laughs> I knew I knew that. Yeah, I knew that. Like, That's why I said way, no. I mean, she didn't make Trey sound bad. Trey actually sounded um, very... Well, that's why I'm glad he did it, because he is so well-spoken, and he's a news anchor, so he's used to being put on the spot, and he knows exactly how to, like, speak well and not be misunderstood, so I trusted him with that, and I was glad he took it. And I've actually, I've liked that Trey is one of the accounts that does look at sort of, like, the more conspiracy side of stuff, but like like I was saying, like, it doesn't really... He doesn't attack her humanity at any point. Like, he's just like, what the fuck is up with this? You know what I mean? Like, this looks weird. And uh, and those are the accounts that I'm, I gravitate towards more. And it's also one of the reasons I had to get off TikTok. I feel like that's harder to find on TikTok. And there's a little bit more of a, um, like, a civil discourse on Instagram within the Britney community itself. I mean, like, one of the things that... It, I think is both good and bad. I get a lot of people tattling to me a lot of just like, hey, this account, you need to get them in check. And I'm like, right, I'm not an actual general. Like, I'm not like actually in charge of anybody. Um, but your account, Britney's Mystery, uh, and there are a few others that I'm like, oh, thank God that I that there's more anchors in this community than when we first started because, you know, all of the people I've been connected to are great. But we're all sort of all over the place. It's very much like being on and then like the breathe heavy stands. And I feel like I'm finally finding people like yourself that are much more. We're in the middle. middle. Right. We're all in the middle. Right. These people. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. And I think I think um, you and Britney's mystery are probably the best examples for me of just like you don't seem to give a fuck if you're a conspiracy theorist or a stand like you're just like looking at the facts and shit. I don't identify as either. I identify as something in the middle. And that really does piss a lot of people off. And they want me to be one or another. And I think, you know, maybe when I was starting out talking about it, I was more conspiratorial because at the time I felt like everybody's just calling everybody who's questioning things crazy. And I want to show up with evidence of why we're worried. Like this is what we're seeing and this is why we are worried because I wanted them to stop gaslighting everybody who was asking questions. So I got really hyper-focused and obsessed on the wedding. And that was a really sort of conspiratorial thing I was looking at. And I do still feel like there's conspiracy in that wedding. I do too. But, you know, since then I have mellowed out and got somewhere in the middle. Now that the awareness is raised and people are seeing the questions and going, okay, I feel like we can be really looking at everything. Right. I think at the wedding specifically, like you said, the, the conspiracies are just so obvious. But there's there's also totally logical explanations for them, which is why I am still questioning it. But I backed off of especially Sam. I've really backed off of Sam, which has also lost me a lot of support. I think people think that I'm like pro-Sam. And it's not that. It's more that... I don't have proof that this is not the choice of Britney Spears. For all we know, like, granted, of course, we have, like, the further-reaching theories that, like, she's, you know, being held captive and all this. But this could be the guy that kind of was her anchor at the end of this conservatorship. 
He is what's familiar to her. She obviously has a lot of trauma about feeling safe and whatever else. Like, he might be something that is a real constant thing for her. And he seems a lot like Ethan to me. Like, he seems very, like, kind of a dope, but, like, harmless and, like, says shitty things, but, like, doesn't mean it. You know what I mean? Like, he could really be very harmless. And what my personal theory on the wedding is, I think they got married in December 21. I think that Mm -hmm. that ceremony that we watched was for him that she did willingly like hey you know let me introduce you to to hollywood so to speak which is why it was only celebrities and his family you know what i mean like it just kind of at least in my mind it's like very obvious that that's very likely what happened and either way she's had two weddings she just wanted to make it official she wanted you know to do it kind of his way i don't think there's anything wrong with that I somewhat agree with you and I somewhat disagree with you, but I agree that they already had a wedding. I'm not sure if I know it was December or not. I was theorizing that maybe it was like April of 2022 because that's when she started calling him husband in her Instagram captions. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, they were in Mexico and she started calling him husband in all caps during that time. So that's my best guess on when I think they really got married secretly. And then I think that the... They Brittany didn't want this big wedding. She's already done the public weddings. She wants to live her private life. I think she wants to just be happy now. And I think that when she was still in the conservatorship, she got signed on to brand deals around this wedding because you'll notice Versace had a bunch of sponsored posts about it. Um, the makeup people, Charlotte Tilbury or whatever. Um, and there was oh, the, the jewelry girl, Stephanie yep. Gottlieb. All of them basically had like... Instagram ads made out of this stuff and I think they had signed her on to these people and they said well you have to do this because yeah. there's been money changed hands yeah. I think that I think that's actually very uh, very good point point. and as far as her previous weddings she actually never did have a big celebrity uh, she never had a celebrity wedding before Kevin that was a really intimate True. one that they fake they they actually threw off the paparazzi They're like oh we're doing excuse me I keep burping excuse me um, they were like <laughs> oh we're doing it in like you know June or whatever month and then they ended up doing like a fake out and they pretended it was a bridal shower um, and her and, and nobody, including the guests, knew they thought it was a they thought it was an actual bridal shower and it turned out to be the ceremony. And uh, and then, of course, with Jason, we all know that yeah, was the- not <laughs> planned or wise on her part whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I will never question Britney Spears's choices except for that one. That one <laughs> I think. Right. Oof. But I will say, back to the Kevin Federline wedding, I agree. I miscategorized that as, like, a big wedding. But what I really meant was, like, they sold those pictures to the magazines for a lot yes. of money. And it was yes. very public-facing. Yep. Where this one felt like it was supposed to be quieter. Yeah, I agree. This, I think, I think too, that I feel like a lot of the things that they've been trying to navigate with Britney's career post-conservatorship are just genuinely misguided. This is really uncharted territory. We've never seen a pop star, you know, controlled for more than a decade and then come out of that. And one of the things that I know you haven't read it, but that the new article sort of frustrated me um, by saying was sort of like, fans need to stop being impatient and just let her heal how she's going to heal. And it's like, this is fucking gaslighting, man. Like, I personally, like... I get that there are a lot of Britney, there's a lot of sections of Britney's fans that are doing that. They are questioning it in shitty ways. But the real leaders, like the people with like yourself, like big followings and stuff, are not doing that. So then like what are like what are these news outlets and people choosing to really hear? They just want to act like we're all being crazy when it's like you're the best example. It's like, no, this do you see all the information on the green screen behind her? It's like these are facts, you know? Yeah, and I think 
they are failing to recognize that regardless of whether Britney is behind it or not, the brand of Britney seems to be going full steam ahead. And that is really concerning for anyone that would consider themselves a fan. And I don't think that any one of us wants her to put out stuff that she doesn't want to. That It's actually kind of the opposite of what they're saying. They're like, let her heal, leave her alone. And I'm like, no, tell her brand to let her heal. Yeah, right. We don't right. need old music from her that she's not excited about. We don't need a watered down book if it's not what she wanted us to read. We yep. want her to go away and be happy, but that's not what's happening. And I feel like that's the most confusing part is it's like we're supposed to just like take this merchandise and this content and these products and have them shoved down our throats without questioning. And if you question, mm-hmm. you're not a real fan anymore. And it's just like, dude, yeah. I, my stomach hurts even thinking about the idea. Like, if Britney really, really wants that, it will break my heart that I'm not just blindly doing that. Like, it is, and, and I'm trying to be serious. Like, it is genuinely really hard for me to do this and to stick to my guns and say, I don't want to encourage people to support the brand because I still don't know. Full disclosure, dude, I'm very, very close to buying myself tickets to that fucking Broadway show. Because the more I think about that, I can get behind that before I can get behind the Will I Am show. You know what I mean? The Will I Am song. The Broadway musical isn't saying, oh, Britney was here and she did all the choreography. Like, it was inspired by her. It's not her story. They're using some of her music. She is getting paid for that. Unless they find eventually that the brand is literally withholding her earnings which isn't happening. I mean, like that's 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 just not happening. There's there's more that we should be questioning and making sure, like, hey, like, you know, does she have the right people in charge that she wants in charge and stuff like that? But like, people kind of s- cling on to the idea of Michael Caine is in charge of the brand. Now that could mean that that this is all fucking bullshit and we shouldn't be supporting. But we don't know that. Like, we don't yeah. know it for a fact. So I get a little bit hesitant when, when uh, you know, a follower or a fellow creator will, will kind of only go back to that one point because it's just like, we got to find more evidence than just this one dude, you know? Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I get really uncomfortable because I have people just coming at me all day with every different angle. But one of the angles I get a lot from certain pages is like, how can you tell people, how are you going to buy this book? You can't do that. You need to boycott the brand, boycott the brand. And there's a lot of pages that feel really strongly about that. And it's like, listen, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But I, like you, don't feel comfortable doing that because at this point, I don't know for a fucking fact who's making money where and is she being treated fairly and all that. And if, and if it turns out telling people don't buy this hurts her in some way, I'd feel like a real dick. So until I'm like 1000% sure, I'm not comfortable with that stance. I don't have a problem with somebody else having that stance, but I don't like when people come to tell me, like, you need to have this stance. No, I don't need to have any stance. This is the one I'm comfortable with. Yeah. And I'm for now, I'm still supporting yep. until, I'm, until I'm not. I pre-ordered the book. There is so nothing. <laughs> you did too? Yeah. There is literally nothing that can come out from now to October 24th that will make me cancel that order. Nothing. I want to know Same. what's in it. I don't know if she wrote it, but I want to know what's in it. And I'm very disappointed to hear she's not going to be reading it because if she had, it would have put a lot more faith for me into the me brands too. and stuff. And, and you know, the, the theories of I'm sure you have just as many people as I do. They'll be like, I, I'm telling she's dead. She died 17 years ago. And it's like I, I want to have more shit to be able to be like, that's bullshit. And if she was narrating that book, it would help me a little bit to be like, but she's reading the book and, and you know, and right. hearing her voice and saying I can recognize her voice. But it is getting 
harder and harder to sort of keep the, you know, being on at bay, so to speak, of just like, guys, be patient. You know what I mean? We got to give the book a chance. Or, or Matthew Rosengart, the lawyer, same thing. People are like, he's not doing his fucking job. It's like, okay, we haven't gone to trial yet. So I don't know that you that that's true. And people are like, well, the statute of limitations, everything's expired. I'm like, again, have you talked to Matthew? Have you talked to the people? Because the only person I know that's showing up to court is Melanie Veronica, and that's right. not what she's saying is happening. And then people will attack her like she's Team Con. I've been talking to that girl for a fucking minute. She is not Team Con any more than you or I are. Like, she's not. And, yeah. you know, does she does she keep a more open mind about the legal team than I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, she's much more, you know, but open-minded. she's also but. face-to-facing with those right. people. And right. that adds a level of humanity to yep. someone that you and I can't understand. Yep. Like, Absolutely. because we haven't been in face, in person with those people. And so, like, I think that's respectable, honestly. Yep. I do, too. <laughs> To treat people with humanity. No, me, too. I mean, and I'll be honest, it's kind of a silly example. But I had the same experience with, Jason Alexander, after I talked to him mm. for hours on the phone, and he told me his whole life story, um, specific to Brittany, uh, <laughs> it it was a little tougher for me when he would post racist, transphobic, homophobic things, whatever. I I didn't like it, obviously, and I, I wouldn't condone that, but I still followed him for a long time because I was just like, okay, well, this guy's clearly got a lot of fucking issues, but, like, I want to know what he says about Brittany. And... Uh, and you know, like you said, connecting with somebody on a personal level of any of any kind, it makes it a little harder to um, really like be more conspiratorial. Because even Jason, like, that's actually a bad example. Because I think we should trust Matthew, and Jason is like so not trustworthy. Um, but yeah, and what was the other stuff that has been going on this month? Well, hang on. I want to go back to the book for one second because there was something you said earlier that I just wanted to comment on. You were saying, you know, I'm going to buy it regardless. And I said me and I'm me too. But I am sitting here thinking to myself, I think it's just as important to look at this book and see what's not there. Okay. At this point, what is not in this book is going to be almost probably more important than what is in telling us what's actually going on behind the scenes and who's pulling strings still. Yep. I absolutely agree with that. Also, do you know that Who's Pulling the Strings was the name of my show? No. <laughs> I had a public access show called Who's Pulling the Strings. I'm like, yes. I didn't. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, but that's funny, too, because, like, I think, you know, now there's reports saying that they removed, and I shouldn't be laughing because the whole thing is very serious, but that they removed the stuff about Jamie Lynn. And it's just Anne like. Lynn. Uh, and Lynn. Lynn, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay. Great. You know what I mean? Like, and I, to be honest, if I'm being really transparent, I'm kind of glad to hear that. Um, I think Brittany probably wrote a lot of this or told a ghostwriter in anger. Um, and family's family. I, you know, me and my sister have had like some blowout fucking fights that in some cases have lasted like more than a year. Um, and I saw her this past weekend and I love her. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like, you know, that kind of stuff always evolves. Um, and I do hope that, that eventually, Britney connects with her family again, but I'm not in a rush to see that. I get annoyed when people are just like, Britney needs her mama. She needs her mama. It's like, you don't fucking know these people. Like a lot of folks are really pushing to see a a reunion within the family and I'm not. (laughs) Right. No, I feel you. And I mean, if anything, what I would like to see first is her makeup with her kids, because I think that's probably the most important thing to her. And I feel like she's a mama. She identifies as a mama. And I feel really sad that her boys are leaving tomorrow at this point. Oh, is it tomorrow? Um, I saw your video. 
Yeah, so it's Monday right now as we're recording. I don't know when this will be out, but they're leaving Tuesday, um, which is what, August 1st, yep. to go to Hawaii. Wow. And they haven't seen each other in over a year, and that just breaks my heart. And I know that she's expressed anger and, and, and has been upset with them as well, and so it's not just like one side, but this is just sad to think it about. It is really sad. I really, really liked the video that you uh, that you put up today. I actually tried to figure out a way to download it because I was going to share it and tag you, and I couldn't, so I was just like, oh, oh I'll just... Which I is good. You shouldn't you. have it so that people can download <laughs> your shit. But, um, but yeah, I and I thought I... I was happy to have that reminder of what she said to um, it's Jaden, right? Jaden was the one that was in the interview, yes. right? Um, and I also I have another thing on my mind that I've chatted with you about in private a little bit, but I want to be very careful about the way that I do mm-hmm. here. And I'm going to edit this anyway, so I'm not really all mm-hmm. that stressed. Um, but one of the things that's been on my mind a lot is seeing some accounts addressing these rumors about the boys that um, have been going around. I guess somebody found some court documents that involve basically the custody in the custody uh, agreements mm-hmm. between Brittany and Kevin. And I, I think there needs to be more of an open discussion on what the fuck we're covering and why. Because again, like, you know, you were like, okay, I think it's important for us to look at this audio because Brittany seems really lucid. I think it's a good example of her, you know, um, being very on top of her relationship with the boys. This doesn't seem like she doesn't know what's going on or whatever. Like, I just felt like you addressed a lot of really important things. And granted, okay, it does discuss the boys, but it also discussed the boys because they went and did an interview in public. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, right. okay, they sort of, you know, with Kevin's permission, opened themselves up for at least some criticism with things that they're saying publicly, right? Um, and at the same time, like, I don't know how to address these these accounts that are covering stuff that's just inappropriate because it feels like even if you and I are talking about it right then people like oh well what what was it and they're gonna go look for stuff and it's just like I want to figure out like within the community like um green garden goddess she's been sharing Mm -hmm. like different people that like we're all connected right she hasn't shared anybody that I'm not cool with right so like how can we all like get in like a Britney union or like a like get on the same page of like okay when people address stuff like I, I want to find some way to address things without addressing things um, because a lot of times I stay overly silent and I think it makes people think that I'm not aware of it or that you know, or that they should be covering it. I think sometimes other people will jump on a story because they're like, oh, I'm the first one to have heard it. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, maybe a lot of the accounts <laughs> that are bigger like don't want to touch that. Um, and at least with this, that's what I feel like that has been happening. Yeah, well, because the story you're talking about, I've been tagged in and people have been asking me for days and days, what do you think, what do you think, what do you think? And I've just remained silent because <sighs> I'll tell you what I think here, and, and this is as far as I'm going to go with it, but... What I think is that this information allegedly, this is something that happened in 2021. We're now in 2023, and people are asking more questions than ever about Britney Spears. She has a court date set for a trial where they're going to look at conservatorship abuse for her in 2024. And her book is coming out in like two months, this tell-all book. And then all of a sudden, we're getting this really old information that feels like a bombshell from From a really questionable source, I should add. I feel like I should maybe add that. I don't know. 
or I'm maybe not, not comfortable saying that, but I am comfortable saying that the timing of this news feels really icky to me. Yeah. And it's something that in no way you can't frame this to make Britney look good. There's yeah. only Britney looks bad in this situation. Yep. And I'm not saying she's a perfect person and I'm not saying she hasn't done it's, things but in it's her life that don't look good. Yeah. It's no one's business. It is no one's business, but I'm just questioning the timing of why this is coming out right the fuck now. Yeah. That's what I'm questioning is why are we hearing this now? And now we have all these people researching this man who, you know, took So that's the to reason court. I'm bringing it up today is today I saw somebody shared a picture of this man who has So they're to witch do. hunting a stranger that they don't right. know anything about. And right. I'm not comfortable with that, which no. is why I've just not said anything. And I don't know if I mentioned it to you. I don't know if I sent you a screenshot of it, but did I tell you I messaged him? I found him on Facebook Mm-mm. and I sent him a message like with like within hours, like within two hours of the that story breaking. So I messaged the guy on Facebook and I said, um, I, I don't know you. I don't want to harass you. I didn't even mention Britney's name. I said I uh, am part of an advocacy group online, and uh, I just came across a video of you on Instagram. Uh, excuse me, on TikTok, and I and I said I'm I'm concerned that your privacy could be in jeopardy, and I don't know if giving you a heads up could help in some way, but I'm I'm very concerned for your privacy, and uh, and even just looking through his Facebook for like a minute, I was like, oh my god, this guy has so much. I mean, he, he's not a celebrity. He's just a person. So he has so much information, like, exposed and shit and, like, pictures of his family and all this stuff. I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, I'm watching it in real time, and I don't know what to do. And I feel like, you know, and this article that came out today is a good example. I feel like we're all getting lumped into the same shit. And it's really tough when people are calling, you know, and I'm sure you can identify, like, people are calling me a leader of this community that also people are like they're fucking crazy and it's just like okay like what do we do at this point you know yeah it's difficult and it's difficult every day it's a series of choices all the time that sometimes you get wrong right <laughs> and it's it's hard it's hard to be an advocate in this community and to try and stay the course because there's so many distractions like this and there's so much drama and there's yeah. just so many things happening so many moving parts and i don't think that you know we should be expected to be perfect all the time as long as we just keep trying but i do think you know it's good to not talk about every single thing yeah yeah (laughs) and i think it's important to like uh, like a yes like you don't have to touch every single topic and b like really just be mindful on which ones are relevant you know what i mean like it's just like some stuff's really not fucking relevant to britney's freedom her you know whether or not she's okay and her free you know her justice and stuff and uh and I think that's definitely an area. Like, and, and uh, you know, another one, again with the burps, um, Jason, Jason Alexander is just like going on podcasts like, so the orgy that Britney was involved in in 2004, and it's just like, okay, first of all, if all of the people that were aware of my orgies started talking on podcasts, <laughs> then I would be in fucking trouble. That's one. And second, like, I just, I find it really funny that Jason, like, is trying to make her look bad. And he's like, yeah, while I was with my wife in Vegas, I woke up and she had gone to an orgy and didn't wake me up and take me. Like, I don't know why for me that's just like, dude, you sound like such a wet blanket. Like, what kind of loser doesn't get invited to an orgy that his wife goes to? Like, I don't know. I'm harping on the wrong thing there, but he just really gets my ass. 
Yeah, I, I'm not thrilled with him going around saying these things. I don't think he wants to, on one hand, say, like, I'm Britney's really close friend. I'm one of the only people that cares about her and has her best interest at heart. And then on the other hand, he wants to go around and say all this shit about her yeah. that's private. Yep. He first tried to sell pictures and voice uh, recordings of her um, in, I want to say, 2008. Um, he made like 10 grand off of, and she knew and was fucking pissed. She found out and got mad at him. He has not been in a room with her since I believe 2004. I'm almost positive he has not been in a room with her since yeah. then. And she, she never mentions him. Ever. She wasn't ever. in a conservatorship for the first, for uh, 04, 05, 06, 07, 08, but she never saw him. You know what I mean? Like she had full autonomy over her life, but she never chose to be around him. And even at least in my, you know, when I spoke to him, Jason gave me a full breakdown of the security around her house. He explained to me the scheduling of like how to break in. He gave me the layout. Like, and I was just sitting there on the phone, like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I'm a safe person that's not. I was just thinking like that is so psychopathic to tell a stranger. I don't know who else he talked to. I mean, he must have talked to other people. He I talked I talked to him once online and said I'm I'm interested in in learning about you know the Britney Star and this was like first first when I started I was like yeah I want to fight for Britney's justice he gave me his cell phone number immediately he didn't he question a couple anything. of creators cell phones yeah. cell phone numbers not myself I've never had communication with him nor have I wanted to yeah. but he used to text with Alex serves tea I know that yeah and call her, and he used to text. Um, I believe Alex serves. Is it she was the like one that called Britney's me AI? Free. Is Alex serves the one yeah, who said I her. was a robot? <laughs> yeah, she talks to Jason. That's what I know. I don't know her personally. Still, I don't know, her I, I don't know still. I don't speak with her. No, so. She came into my lives and was like, literally, like, oh, I saw a glitch. That I, this person's an AI. I was like, what? Like, dude, you can Google that I exist. Like, I exist. I'm a fucking person. Like, I was on American Idol, bet. Like, literally, that's literally what I said. I was like, you can't, like, I'm not a made up person. Like, you can look at fucking Ryan Seacrest, call me an emotional time bomb. Like, whatever, man. But, uh, called you that. Oh my God! Ryan Seacrest called me an emotional time bomb. Jennifer Lopez called actually called me crazy. She used the word I'm crazy. I'm so sorry. Uh, TMZ called me crazy. They call me a lot assholes. worse. Yeah, I really, I really at some point want to do a podcast <sighs> talking about my experience on American Idol and the the aftermath. Um, I would and, love to hear that story. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I've never had anybody ask. I've never, I've never been interviewed about it, and I have literally probably like. If I was to do like a a, a series, like a stand up series kind of on it, I have at least five to six hours on shit that people would be interested in. Like I think that people would, would kind of blow their minds. I did it on my stories at one point very briefly, just explaining the contracts and things about the contracts that people just don't fucking understand. And like like someone like yourself, don't ever go on a fucking show like that. It will destroy your fucking career, like for real. And like so, if you make the top twenty five, you are contractually stuck with Fox for for like 15 years so any money wow. you get they get like 15 percent. it's not even a regular amount it's like a fucking huge percentage um, that's crazy yeah there's you a, know i there's signed a- up to go on the voice years and years and years ago but i chickened out i'm not like a public like, but that's I smart though it. you just don't have control over the narrative i mean it's really smart for me as a person i want to be a stand-up comic and i really would love to be on broadway someday so i don't mm. think it did anything bad for my career whatsoever but if my real like genuine dream was to be a singer it would have absolutely destroyed it i mean like it really uh it really fucked up <laughs> that aspect of it but um but yeah I, enough about that stuff